Hello. Your mum. Your mum. Your mum. You haven't done that before. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Sha? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Good. I'm good. I'm excited to record um, and talk about our favourite subject. <laughs> money, money, money. Oh, yeah. Cool. Is that your money, your go-to money song? Yeah, what's yours? I'd say more money, more problems. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm all, I'm all Abba. All that money, 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 money. Money. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> you just do all the money. Songs. That's going to be... That's the whole episode. I need to get further away from the mic. It's going to be so loud. That would have been piercing. I do apologise. It's fine. Yeah. We've got... That's just, you know, how we roll. So... Shall we introduce our mums again for any new listeners out there and do a little recap of uh, who they are, what they do? Yeah. Who's your mum? My mum is called Leslie and uh, she's, oh, how old? 65, 66. Should I look at her face? One of three. And she is coming out of lockdown and starting working at Wonder Fashions again. Is she excited her, about that? Yeah, a village retail clothing store. Um, she's ecstatic about it. Um, she couldn't, kind of, like, lockdown was very not good for her. Yeah, because um, she's living alone. She's living alone, so if you want to burgle <laughs> um, a 66-year-old woman in the Dunchurch she's region, she's, um, <laughs> yeah, she's aged with the threat of burglary. <laughs> Anyway, hit her up. Um, yeah, that's it. That's that's your that's, mum. That's her in a nutshell. So my mum is Morphs and oh, I don't know, Morphs. That was Morphs. quite weird. Um, she is sixty six and um, she's been all right in lockdown. I think she's what we spoke about last time, which on um, you'll never you'll hear never it. hear the episode. But um, gosh, we were a bit drunk, I think. <laughs> but yeah, so she um. She got a wardrobe installed. She's very oh. happy about that. Um, but she's had to, like, I think she's going to have to redecorate because she measured, I think she measured it wrong. So, okay. yeah, so basically they had to, like, knock a bit out so there's, like, exposed oh. brick and stuff. But it's very chic make, now. make a feature of that. I know, it's very, like, it's very <laughs> Pinterest. <laughs> um, but, yeah, she's really good. She's, um, like... Feeling back to more back to herself now since um since uncle's passing. So that's Morves. She's a an Aquarius lady. Mm. Yeah. Uh Leslie's um Leo Cancer on the cusp. Very so that's a real shit mix right there. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I did this week? And, and this clingy. Is, this isn't about me, it's about our mums, but I downloaded Coaster. Oh you, Do you have it? I'm sorry, I've got deja vu. You hundred percent have done this before no, and told me that I had, I had to download no, it. No, I had the pattern before. Oh. Actually, the pattern reminds is a bit cultish for me. So, <laughs> so I've, I'm only doing um coaster and that's we need, really let's good. do an episode on star signs. Oh my mum will be like, no. That's it's it. End, end of episode. <laughs> yeah. Mum like, says really well, no. Yeah. She'd be like, it's, it's not, that's um, very, it's like woo-woo. Um, we're prevaricating. Oh, no, we're not. We're pre- prevaricating? Prevaricating? We're getting off the subject oh, of money. Okay. Should we? <laughs> should, we should we go back? <laughs> back to money. Um so yeah, how we'll was start. your chat with with, uh, with Les and money? Well, I realised that when you ask someone what their relationship to money is, yeah. they have a completely different view of of, of yeah than like my mum was like, oh no, I'm really good with money, oh. and I was like, 
are you? I was, really? Okay. She's like, yeah, I love saving and not spending. And I was like, okay, literally, where is this savings that you've got? Yeah. Um, But yeah. So I wonder if she thinks I'm good with money and what her views about me and my saving spending habits yeah. are. She probably thinks I'm a bit like, woo, like 50, £60 Birkenstocks. Yeah. Her jaw does drop when I'm like, even that amount. She's like, oh my God. Gosh, imagine if you look <gasps> like some Vasia trainers or something. I only recently learned how to pronounce that. Oh, did I pronounce it properly? I think so. Oh, I was going Vegia. <laughs> Not so it's chic. It's Vegia leather. That's what I thought it was all a Vegia leather as well. <laughs> Vidran. Vidran. Oh, gosh. Yeah, so my mum... Um, so I've always seen my mum as being very good with money, but she does like to spend it, but she's always spent within her means. Um, within her means. But she said that when she was younger... She's actually very frivolous with money. Ooh. And her dad described her as a kind fool. So she would spend a lot of money on people that she didn't have, which actually, when I look at the way that she looks at my relationship with money, is probably why she thinks that I'm quite tight. Because actually, when she was younger, she was just like spendy. Um, but she said that when she had children, her main thing was that she didn't want them to grow up in a, a council estate and that was like her goal because she knew that she was like not earning loads she was working in like as a nurse she was earning loads so she took on more jobs and stuff and her goal was to buy a house and as soon as she set that goal and became a spender and bought mm. her house her view of money changed Ooh, yeah there was a turning point yeah so she said before that I was really bad with money and my, my dad thought I was really bad with money so yeah that was that was her relationship but um she said she became more lax with money when she started her business because she always knew that it was coming in. Um, and then maybe with that, that's when I was born into the family. Uh, yeah. So. But you you were born on the up, the money up. Yeah. Um, so I, when I, but when I was little, my mum was still working for the NHS and she worked loads. Like she worked Monday to Saturday. So I didn't really spend a lot of time with her. Um, I spent more time with my dad. But then when I was like 11 she started her business so obviously so I went into secondary school and she had her own business and I think that's like when you're a teenager that's when your relationship with money starts Mm. before that you're not paying anything but my dad um contributed (laughs) my dad's contribution (laughs) um was that he would give my mum like 200 pounds a month I think she said and then she would put that into like a, like my child insurance or whatever oh, it was. Nice. That then like she would then spend her money on raising me and doing things like yeah dance and whatever. But other than that, my dad didn't really contribute <laughs> contribute a lot. <laughs> but he was still, they were still together, but they weren't married or living together yeah. at all when I was little. Uh, yeah. I didn't know they weren't living together. Yeah, That's so interesting. Until I was like six. Cool. So she really was not That's rushing. Really cool. Yeah, I liked it. I, I like I like that story. How um, often did you see him? Um, well, my he picked me up on a Saturday or whatever. Like I'd, I'd see him from what I can remember. Like it's hard to think about what you can and can't remember. I do remember spending like weekends with him, um, and like going. So he lived in Stockwell, going and like spending time with him there. And he or he pretty much picked me up, go to the bookie shop. 
leave me in the car with like pick and mix. Then he would take me to McDonald's drive through. Oh, what a day! What a day! I'd eat McDonald's in the car on the way to my auntie's house, and he'd drop me to my auntie's so I could play with my cousins all day. Pick me up, and I'd be like, "I love my cousins." <laughs> I saw ever. him for one hour. It was great. <laughs> yeah, I know him now. My mum feels so resentful. Like, she actually like she would take me on holidays yeah. and stuff, and I'd be like, no, and I "All the contact hours." Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you think Liz's <laughs> attitude with money has like affected yours? She has been diddled like quite a lot. Mm. and she is too trusting so like buying a house with my dad she like lost loads of money in that because she put all of the um assets in because she sold her house oh but did he uh, they're married yeah but he wasn't paying the mortgage so the the, yeah the house was just like they weren't getting any closer to owning the house and then she was just like right I've got to get out of this but obviously lost loads of money in the process like big big I can't even read out this number because it's too big <laughs> I can't work out how many trillion. I can't work out how many zeros <laughs> yeah. yeah we actually lived in the stately home <laughs> <laughs> and then like even a couple of years ago like after that you think you'd learn you'd just be like I'm not trusting anyone yeah. like my name my money my house mm. she Oh, actually, this might be fraud, so maybe I shouldn't say. <laughs> but she did something. She helped someone, something, someone out with a sum of money, and they didn't pay her back. I think that's a non-fraud way of putting it. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fine. Yeah, <laughs> and that's like, what story. the hell? And then, and she's always bloody losing her purse. Oh, oh, gosh, oh my god! It's so like annoying. I think she's due another one because it's normally it's by it's biannual, mean every other year. No, that's twice a year. So it's um, you know, she's it's every fort, other year. Fort, 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 <laughs> twice uh, annually. Mm. <laughs> oh, but I just remember her losing her purse all the time, and it's just a nightmare. So like physically, not but very that, good with money, but she how? thinks she is. Yeah, and I don't she... understand the. But then maybe she's like, look, I'm a 63-year-old woman. I've, Is she? <laughs> I'm actually 89 and I've lived all these years and I'm fine. I haven't, like, you know, gotten to the point where I can't look after myself. Yeah, she's got- so maybe that's what she's thinking. Yeah. Because people's idea of good with money yeah, are right. different. And she's not in like, like, yeah, she probably thinks I'm not in loads of debt. Yeah. Therefore, I'm good with money. She can afford to, yeah. like you know, not work all the time and, you know, see your granddad yeah. and go on holidays. She love that's where she spends her money. Holidays and eating out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's such a priority for her. Like her weekly shop, she'll come back with like a bottle of wine and like crisps. onions and mushrooms <laughs> and like yeah, crisps. Pringles. <laughs> um and then she'll just eat that the entire week and then be like, Oh, I'm gonna go out the dunk out and like spend like thirty pounds on yeah. a meal. And I'm like, uh. but you know, that's it. You know, that's how she chooses to spend her money. Yeah, because so, I good for her. I um, <laughs> yeah, I think that people's ideas of, for me being good with money means something completely different to like to you yeah. or to your mum or to my mum. Um, but I I asked my mum about how she felt about being the breadwinner in uh, like her relationships yeah. over with her first husband. She and more than it, but that's because she chose to like she said she went to buy a house and stuff so she chose to work all the hours yeah. with her son and stuff and then with my dad 
with the business, that's when she like was obviously earning more than my dad. My dad works and he works full time still to this day. My mom's retired now, but um, and he earns a good wage. But my mom was was bringing in more. Um, when he had the when she had the business, and she was like, I think it's great. I it feels liberating, and you should never rely on a man. Mm. And I was like okay I got it like I'm just getting that in, in a quote like it's kind of like I felt when like she said that I was like you do know that I don't want to either like I don't want to think <laughs> I'm asking permission it's like it's okay to rely on a man um but she said that she also thinks it's important to invest in your children's partners as well which I thought was an interesting statement really yeah so she said that because um, not in a way that she like puts money in and you know, you bond in, the, in them, <laughs> um, but in the fact that she said that if you look after looking after your children is important because you want them to be in a good position for if you can for when you're older, like in a selfish way. Like she yeah. was like was very plain about that. She's like, I know that you if you sow into your children, they'll want to look after you. And like that's yeah. like a really reap what you sow. Yeah, she was like, I don't want I I worry about when I get old and who's gonna be there for yeah. me. And she was like, When you your children have partners, that can change them. That's true. So I don't want them to if I've like I've 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 brought them up and like helped them in different ways and stuff and and that's the same with their partners that I feel mm. like they're going to be with till the end because I want them to yeah pull that my children away from me and I thought that was really yeah. interesting um because yeah I, I don't know I gave her a scenario as well go on I said okay mum I've come to you this isn't very like far from the truth to be honest and I've asked for ten thousand pounds <laughs> 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 it's not I'm like oh, what's, what's a realistic situation I was like I've asked for £10,000 for a business I haven't told you what business yeah I just said I've got an idea for a business and I need £10,000 seed money um would you give it to me Ooh. and she said between me and your dad yes but it would have to be equal <laughs> hang on what does she mean like you and your it her and her dad give you £5,000 each <laughs> Okay, as long as I get the ten thousand, I don't mind. It comes from, but I thought the fact that she said it has to be equal. Yeah. So she's like, you would have to ask me and your dad. Um, and she said that she's like, my dad lent me money when I um, like her first husband basically stripped, kind of like what happened with your mum. Yeah. So I'm not talking into the mic. Um, yeah, she stripped her of everything, mm-hmm. and her dad had helped her like at the time with like a. Two thousand pounds of it, like very like a manageable amount, and Uncle Leo did as well, and that's why oh. she's like, she's like, I'll never forget that because my no, no, I felt very much abandoned by my family in certain aspects, and my dad did that, but then Uncle Leo also helped me, um, when I needed it most as well. So I think money's very attached to emotions for her too. Yeah. Um, I asked my mum about. I guess the next big thing for us both is like buying a house. Mm-hmm. And there's always that resentment from millennial generation to boomer generation. Be like, you guys had it so easy. Yeah. Like, why weren't you buying like six houses? Yeah. And then, you know, there's the old, oh, you eat too many avocados on toast. Yeah. You go out for brunch and that's not, you're not saving. Mm-hmm. And mum is very sympathetic to our gen and Aww. being like, I literally don't know how you guys do it. 
And she said that randomly, <laughs> this is, oh God, this is fraud again. <laughs> I can't. Every time I read something, Mama says about money, it involves fraud. Anyway, <laughs> so, the reason she got on the property ladder was because she had a car accident mm. and she, the like window screen, like came in on her face and like slashed her face. Oh, and then wow. she had um, like, like uh plastic surgery to like fix it and then she sued the or claimed on insurance yeah and got some money for that but like in um the reason she got like a big payout was because she said that she was going into modeling (laughs) (laughs) and then by by all accounts she'd like had some pictures taken did she pay for like to like prove that like yeah, oh my god, those ones are they hawk outside yeah, um, outside Oxford Top Street. Shop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and they do your face and you all like one of those big bottom chairs. <laughs> <laughs> so and that is how my mum got the deposit for her house. Wow. And um so she was like, Yeah, I don't think you're gonna be doing that, are you? And I was like, No, not really. Mm. I don't get in many car accidents, thank God, touch wood. Yeah, God. But yeah, you asked your mum the same yeah, kind so of house I said, question. I said Obviously, there's this whole stigma around millennials not like buying property and not being good with money. How do you feel about that? And she said, millennials are bad with money. Oh! <laughs> and she Thanks, said, She said, um, but the baby boomer parents, like, we made it... She kept saying, yeah. she said, we made it worse. Yeah. Because Thanks for taking responsibility. No. <laughs> So not even because, oh, because we bought all the properties and now oh. everything's expensive. She said, because everything came easily to you. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Great. And I was like... Slap in the face. Yeah, I was like, I, I know <laughs> things came easily to me, personally, because of your business. So yeah, you because I was quite spoiled in certain um, instances. But I don't think in general, as like mum tried to think bigger picture in general everyone's living longer like most my dad's not retired yet he's over 60 like there's all these different economical things that happen that are not working for us yeah and not it's not just over. because we got more toys and like so like there's other factors to it she's like, really... no, I just think everything came easily to you and you just expect too much basically they're really um not good at uh, big picture and like they, they love a blanket statement yeah like just for millennials are bad with <laughs> yeah. money <laughs> everyone <laughs> and I, remember, I, I was saying to her because like there's three there's me and my sisters and then oh yeah times earlier <laughs> um there's me and my sisters and my brother and we're all really different with money mm. and my older sister I think she'd admit that like, she's probably the, the worst with money she is gen x which I don't think really People don't really talk about it. It's baby boomer, yeah. Gen X, then millennial. Yeah. Um, but then my sis, my other sister, she's really good with money. And I was like, Mum, you're forgetting Debbie is a millennial. She's 14, mm-hmm. but she's a millennial. Everyone thinks millennials are like 18-year-olds. No, no, we're all like nearly yeah. 30, 40 now. So there's, if we still haven't gotten on the property the other when you got on it when you were like 20, there's a reason for that. <laughs> okay? Anyway yeah yeah that's money (laughs) that's money (laughs) more money more problems (laughs) so we're doing a new feature on the podcast 
um, where Les and Morves give some advice uh, to listener questions that we've got in. So the first one is, um, I'm going to do it in the style of the person <laughs> that asked. Um, I'm in a relationship with my boyfriend for about 10 years and we want to um, open up the relationship. Um, what's the advice that you would give? And over to you, Agni, Aunt Leslie. Right. Well, obviously, they will have discussed this together, um, I presume. Um, so it, but I think it just depends. If they both are in agreement, then obviously, you know, it's an open relationship. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, that's what the person yeah, is saying. That's yeah. right. So if they are in agreement, both in agreement, if one wants to and one doesn't, then that you know, becomes more of a problem, really, um, and not a very easy one to um, to solve. But you need to discuss it, basically. I think it has to be discussed. What were you... You going to say something about age? Um, well, yeah, I, I think if you're young, um, you know, if you're younger, um, then I think you need more to explore, you know, because being young, I mean, you, you can have more of a a reason to sort of say oh look you know let's not be so serious and explore um you know and, and have an open relationship but when you're older um yeah you sort of have to rethink that is that really what you want to do you know that's what I would say cool thank you very much Leslie <laughs> Um, if you've got any questions for our wonderful Agony on Mothers, you can send them in to yourmumpod at gmail.com. Bye. Okay, so this is the first question we've had to our inbox for Morves and Les to answer. So the first question is, I want to open up my relationship, but I'm worried about losing what we have as a heteronormative couple. What advice do you have to keep the relationship strong? So, Mum? Um, it sounds as though that one or both are bi-curious, mm -hmm. which means that um, you both have to, I think, lots of discussion, and you both have to be in agreement with this, because this is it, this explorative thing is different. Um what advice do I have? Make sure both of you are in agreement with it and happy with it, not just one person. Because this is, you're opening up your relationship into another avenue, which is, it can bring jealousy and sometimes maybe um, a little bit of discontent that, you know, one's maybe more wanting that than the other. Um, it's an avenue that, you know, you have to tread really carefully going down. That's what I feel. Thank you for listening. This has been Your Mum.